Well, before we start, I want to emphasize that this is a chat where we look forward to our questions being answered and learning new perspectives. However, the opinions of each person on this podcast is personal and should not be taken as advice. If you are going through emotions that overwhelm you, we urge you to speak to a professional, the number of whom you will find on the chat. When in doubt, seeking professional help is the best thing to do. Hello and welcome everyone to this yet another amazing episode of the Mental Health Series podcast. And today we have with us Soumya Jagatdev. Let me tell you, she is a psychologist and a narrative practitioner who finds meaning in engaging with young people to co-create a safe, therapeutic space which is respectful of their concerns, hopes, interests and skills alongside exploring the pertinent role of society and culture in it. She is also interested in community mental health, research, training and in taking some time out for reading, writing and learning Orissi classical dance form. She holds an honours degree in psychology from Lady Sriram College for Women, Delhi and a master's degree in applied psychology Specialization in Clinical Psychology from Tata Institute of Social Sciences, Mumbai. So today we are going to talk about a very imperative topic which has created a global perturbance and has now become an issue of great concern, especially with the rapid global digitalization and that is social media and how is it affecting the youngsters of this generation. Hello, I'm Abhishruti, a 14-year-old from Kolkata, and I have with me my co-host Siddhant Vodella. Siddhant, would you please introduce yourself? So, hey everybody, I'm Siddhant. I'm a 16-year-old homeschooler. I'm currently an art school student, which I have an online course where I'm learning additional art. That's my main thing. And because of that, the social media is a big place for me. It's kind of half of my world. This is where I kind of traverse around and just live life. But anyway, Miss Soumya ma'am, thank you so much for coming. I'm really excited to spend this evening with you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sudan. Thank you, Abhishruti. Uh, it's a delight to connect with you. I'm also looking forward to this evening. Uh, I mean, thank you, Mukta Achana Nidhi, for having me over for this podcast. Um, and like, like Abhishruti right at the beginning uh, pointed this out as a concern, as a global concern. Um, I'd say that as happy as I am to share some inputs from my end, I'm also looking forward to hearing from all of you because um, it's a living, breathing experience for all of us, social media. So yes, I'm looking forward to a meaningful evening with you. Okay, awesome, awesome. Thank you. Uh, ma'am, I have a question for you, actually a question from a teen, but before I ask that, I want to share something on myself. You see, I was one of those 2014 guys, like when I was in class 4, I think I was around 9 or 8, I was one of those kids who used to like fake their birth years and just create random accounts and play games on Facebook. So, you know, the thing is, I don't know what it's like to actually to be old enough to use social media and then use it. I've always been, you know, a cheater. I just cheated the whole rule and rules and regulation just start, like started at a really early age. So I'd like to know, like, is there an age when a teenager should be on social media? Because a teen has asked that Academy winning actress Penelope Cruz has laid down the rules in her house. 
that mm-hmm. kids aren't allowed to have social media until they are 16. Instagram says a user must be at least 13 years old to get an account. Should teenagers be on social media? If yes, what's, un- what's a good age? I am really curious because I was 8 or 9 when I created my right. first Facebook account. Right. Thank you, Siddhant, uh, for that question and for sharing that anecdote right at the beginning of your question. Um, I am not sure if you cheated your way. Probably it was a result of us not having proper conversations on uh, whether or not at what age, at what stage is it um, good for us to join social media, what kind of experience we'll have. So I think what you shared is probably uh, relatable to a lot of us. And um, yeah, coming to your question um, on what's the right age. um, I know Instagram has 13 as their age uh, eligibility to participate on Instagram. Um, I do know that studies and probably relatively speaking, age 13 marks the so-called beginning of adolescence, right? And um, it is considered an age which will rather safely navigate social media as compared to childhood, right? So probably... Ah, see, I see. Yeah, probably that that is the thought process that has gone behind um, considering 13 or say for somebody 16 as the age to participate on social media. In my understanding, I don't think that is a magical number that will guarantee that okay, after this particular age, things will be all right over social media. Um, I guess because there are many intersecting variables over there, right? For example, the person we are talking about, um, what is their emotional well-being at the moment, right? Um, Would they benefit from some kind of assistance uh, while navigating the social media space? Assistance from friends, from family, and let's be mindful of our language, not imposition, but assistance, right? Um, Do they have an understanding of the kind of content they want to connect with? What is the kind of content that uh, they will not be okay with, that will be probably triggering for them, probably harassing for them, right? So, I think all of these variables will come together to help us understand whether or not the experience for this person is going to be good over social media. Do you think that mental age plays a part? Because I remember when I was nine, I used to have the mentality of a middle-aged man going through an existential crisis. So I felt at the time I was old enough. Do you think there is a mental age that plays a part? Yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure if uh, mental age is the term that um, I'd like to use over here. Perhaps it could be confidence on your bit. Right, or it could be some kind of conviction that made you feel that okay. Uh, sorry, am, am I audible? Yeah, 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 you're audible. You're audible. Um, are you speaking now? Because now you're not, it's there is silence from your part. Hi, sorry, am I audible? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you now, we can hear you. Yeah, I had a power cut. Interrupted for a while. Yeah, I was saying that I'm not sure if I'll connect with the word uh, mental age over here because it could be different for everybody. I'm I'm wondering if it it was conviction on your end to feel that, okay, fine, I will be able to manage social media, right? Because um, social media can be detrimental for even an adult uh, who so-called has the mental age of an adult but perhaps is struggling uh, in dealing with this space. Right, um, who probably doesn't have as much information about how to go about this particular, say, cyberbullying that has happened. 
right? Yeah, that's true. So, that's true. That that is indeed an important variable that you are pointing at, uh, but it can be very uh, subjective from person to person. Oh, okay. Thank you so much for answering. Now I kind of get a clarity. Like now I actually don't feel guilty about starting too early. At the same time, I kind of now know. Suppose I grow up and have kids, I'll know what how to guide them and just what to make them clear about. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sudan. Thank you, ma'am, for that information. Because, uh, like, even I was kind of an introvert from the very beginning, so I was really anxious about how to use social media, or rather, like, what are the necessary information we must be having before we start chatting with so-called strangers or people on social media platforms. So, in this context, another teen had asked a question: like, what should every youngster know before joining up on a social media platform? Hmm. Right. Uh, I'm glad you're asking that question because this is something that I also um, discuss with um, parents or other important people um, who who are part of my clients' lives, um, and it often ends up us brainstorming. Okay, what is fine or will work out in this person's experience? Generally speaking, I do feel that it's important to uh, connect with your intentions first. Right. Um. Okay. I'm downloading the social media application. What are my hopes from it? Right. Um. Again, what is it that it, that I'd like to share about myself? What is it that I'd like to find out about other people? Uh. What What are my boundaries over here? Right. Till what point can I um can I bear what social media has to offer to me? And after what point is it becoming very saturated for me? Right. Um. again the ethics of uh, being on social media that i feel should be uh, should be something that every age group should be mindful of um, am i respecting the other person's privacy and dignity am i respecting my own privacy and dignity um what are um, uh, um the news that i'm looking at right now is it fake or should i need to verify it through other steps through other methods um am i somewhere becoming a part of um some oppressive conversations that can very well take place on social media for example um idolizing a particular body kind right or uh, idolizing um hustle culture to the point that somebody is feeling burnt out right um uh, am yeah. i offering a lot of views on clickbait resources Right. So those are yeah. also some kind of ethics that we have to be very mindful of for not just our uh, well-being, but to also safeguard other people's well-being. And of course, the other uh, side to this is to be uh, well updated about the information about the application that we're using. Uh, what are the features that the application is providing to me in case of a crisis? Right. Um, is it is the data encrypted or not? right um how is the government le- legislation also working with this particular application right what is censorship what is privacy over here yeah so those are some general questions that i'm sure uh, every person has their own way of figuring it out but it does need to be figured out yeah 
ప్లాట్ఫార్మ్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్స్టర్
my response would be a combination of thinking at the in the moment right uh, plus getting something right plus probably getting something wrong right uh, sitting with it and then eventually you know finishing the conversation over social media there is so much scrutiny so much obligation to give the right answer and we do have the time and the resources to curate the best response out there right as a result of it all of us have our best versions out there which directly and indirectly sends out message of messages of being perfect right um, of behaving and talking in a particular way of only uploading uh, pictures yeah. in a particular way right it it becomes really difficult to understand that what we are uploading is perhaps just a preview of uh, what our whole life is actually oh ma'am i would like to point out something that uh, mr vijay has said in the chat that social media is to teenagers today what tv was to them when they were younger when they were teenagers okay. like yeah. so yeah. what do you think about that uh well uh, i guess the uh, the index of comparison over here is that tv used to be a form of digital media uh, not digital actually mass media back then right and for us it's largely social media however um tv was not guided by an artificial intelligence sitting behind it and churning out algorithms right uh, ensuring that it has our attention from 7 am in the morning to 3 pm Uh, 3 am at night right yeah, yeah, so that is yeah. the concern that we are facing with social media yeah the, um, i mean we're not just talking about effects on an individual we're also uh, addressing effects on say politics of the country say economy yeah, yeah. country and people who are sitting behind these applications developing them it's it's the livelihood to monetize our attention right so they will yeah. churn out ways and uh, methods in which they'll keep the application going right which is why our screen time is a lot longer than how it used to be back when there was no social media right um, we are yeah. more likely to follow through recommendations if i'm say suppose if i'm i don't know i've uh, put on a youtube video looking in looking at how can i maintain my hair the next i look at shampoo commercials on my instagram ah uh, yeah that's right so what is that doing that's also enabling mindless scrolling right if yeah. at, uh, back with tv we used to either use it for killing our time or for or for watching it for entertainment with intention right uh, a large part of the scrolling over social media can also be unintentional i see i see so now basically social media is basically like going through uh, like you're under cctv surveillance like you just some ai is just watching you creepily and just coming up like a mastermind uh, what to attract you yeah, with next yeah. to keep you hooked on the screen like some sort yeah, of high intelligence indeed uh, indeed they work with our uh, you know digital data right that's how they maintain the surveillance so very accurate analogy pointed out there So, ma'am, I had a question. Like, we teenagers, we love social media. Like, figuratively speaking, we have fallen in love with social media. We cannot live without it. Mm-hmm. But most of our parents, uh, 
they you know vilify social media so i might sound a bit nerdy bookworm like but according to a report released in 2021 by common sense media on social media's effects on teens about half of the 1500 young people surveyed said social media is very important for them in order to get support and advice mm-hmm. feel less alone and express themselves creatively as well as for staying in touch with friends and family by social distancing right. and 43% said that using social media makes them feel better when they are depressed stressed or anxious among lgbtq youth 52% said social media helps them feel better when they are experiencing these emotion emotions do we have a tendency to vilify social media like there is so much good that also comes out of it yeah so what is your say yeah absolutely i'm sh- I, i i agree there is a lot of good that comes out of social media um and i think let's let's agree that it's here to stay right social media is that industry which is irreversible now so there's no going back and we have found so many different outlets of communicating with people that it it, it has made our lives easier like you pointed out uh, it has given a lot of groups uh, and movements their voice their shapes like the lgbtqi community uh, connecting with other people for their sense of solidarity or resonance or um, say suppose it has helped people connect with the lost members uh, Uh, lost family members lost friends uh, i think it has also given a platform for people who uh, earlier didn't have a source or an outlet to display their creative potential for example on tiktok right um, almost kind of not yes. exactly but somewhat has democratized how media can look like so there's a lot of good that's coming out of it uh having said that um i i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to point out the critiques of social media because we do like you also pointed out from the study it does have far reaching consequences right especially for young people um and that more so because their brains the critical thinking the power of critical thinking is still developing right so the impact is going to be manifold for a younger person as compared to someone who who say suppose uh, in the generation of our parents who also had an idea of how life used to look like before social media right i think yeah. totally okay to have larger debates larger conversations uh, about the Uh, the 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 drawbacks of social media uh, but it's even more important to see okay why am i having this particular conversation right like if i'm talking about uh, a particular fake news um becoming some kind of an echo and spreading um Uh, at at a fast speed through different groups what is that i'm getting out of it right is it making me mindful of double checking the information that i'm seeing in front of me right uh, when i'm talking about uh, my my anxiety uh, out of social media is it somewhere inviting conversation on okay am i somewhere feeling like my 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 idea of beauty is getting disqualified just because i saw somebody else as beautiful 
over social media right do i need to bring this up with um, somebody i feel safe to have this conversation with do i want to do something about it Okay. Uh, ma'am actually now in re- in relation to this I'd actually like to read out an excerpt from an article written by a girl named Anya Sudana she's 13 years old and goes to Lakshmi Bhar Singhani Academy in Kolkata so she published this in Bookosmia so I'm going to read an excerpt in third person so as i quote uh, Anya says that everything is just simply edited and modified in social media by whatever people post and this can lead some people to feel inferior to others it has been invading people's lives by making them the people who they are actually not and pretending to be the uh, ones who are actually different much much different from them so like social media is not a place where people can portray what they really are while she also feels that social media is a platform through which various people from various backgrounds countries and cities interact and make friends with there are also various influencers whose whose source of income is through social media like i would i like to add to this saying that perhaps social media like you said is a gray area like there's not too much not too much bad and not too much good because for me personally because like i said in the beginning i uh, pursue digital arts because i don't go to traditional school at home i pursue online courses for digital art so social media is a place where i can actually create portfolios because i don't have to go to some icse board and write exams rather i have to like kind of show my work and show what they are worth so social media is kind of a place that boosted because i can't really go on the street and like a hawker i can well rasala varara garare sunda like you know all those hawkers who keep shouting like that right like i can't just keep like i can't just take my digital art and just call people like that in the street but i in this uh, social media is kind of like a place where i can just they can just upload it and people can see it right yeah yeah absolutely yeah. i mean um I think um today found out about this podcast through social media right social media has um, i would say also made it accessible for us to reach out to um, study material or resources that were all early formats right or paperback formats uh, now we can access the same information in multimodal ways right whatever is more appealing whatever is likely to catch our interest whatever is likely to sustain our attention so i do feel that um, it it also appeals to different kinds of brain different kinds of temperaments too and uh, like you said it also provides a sense of belonging for those of us who could be confined or restricted to particular space because of whatever reason yeah yeah now just to continue this topic do you think like people are nowadays like just vilifying social media and painting them like villains too much like do you think like actually there might be more good than bad if you take away the more how it's affecting our mentality like i would say like except for this whole connecting with people and showcasing your works like you said like there have been many movements like for example uh, you remember the black lives matter movement a few years ago so that kind of like popped up worldwide and brought up the whole problem of racism back into the large scope again through social media like suppose there was no social media in the city where george floyd died people would revolt there but then wouldn't spread the social media is kind of like a flag holder of that so yeah. do you think like uh, it's something which can help boost different uh, events which will make kind of clarify like enlighten people on the other side of the 
goal like something like right right um i think yeah absolutely i i i'm not sure if we can necessarily quantify whether it is good or in what amounts it is bad but i don't said this before but um, i do feel it is a recurring theme over here that we will have to see what is it that we are assigning intention and meaning to if i am a black person and i am looking at using social media to connect with other people of my community to campaign further to look for places to hold protest in then it's helping me right yeah but if yeah. i am but say suppose i'm from a particular community and i'm looking at using social media to polarize people right to um, yeah the to trolls you talking the trolls right exactly the keyboard warriors who hide behind the screens and just use their words like arrows you talking about them right yeah yeah because uh, social media somewhere provides them anonymity right so it becomes a lot more yeah. easier having said that the second uh, point of view here is the lack of regulation that social media has and regulation is not just something that an individual has to think of it is a macro level concern right it depends on the government of the country it depends on the uh, the cyber acts of the country right uh, how well are they laid out uh, what are the kind of content that they are regulating because it's possible for somebody to use social media misuse social media but also be filtered out through regulations right uh, and it ends up not affecting the people who were likely possibly potential victims of um, of how they were about to misuse the application yes i i will come back i'll reiterate my point about intentionality when using social media and of course also looking at ways in which we can execute regulations or if there are regulations how can we use more of it Wow, that's great! Thank you so much for the answer, ma'am. Thank you, Sudant. So, ma'am, I would like to share something written by Kavya Mehta. She is a twelve-year-old, and she has described internet being the beats of her heart, the breath of her lungs. Are we shooting so audio? Is on mute. Could you just? Am I audible now? Yes. Yes. Okay, so uh, Kavya Mehta is a twelve-year-old, and she has described internet being the beats of her heart, the breath of her lungs, and the source of her lives. So, what is your say on this? Well, I think we have come to that juncture where Kavya is totally right. <laughs> of course, there was a world where this wasn't how it was. Um, um, I, I, I did have some years of those. Um, as part of my life where social media wasn't um, anything that would guide any kind of communication in my life probably mukda achan and niti will also agree with me um, but right now we are consumed by it it's everywhere so i think we'll have to um, brainstorm learn understand how to live with it uh, in an ethical in a healthy uh, in a non oppressive manner so yeah i i do agree with kavya it's it's i don't know it depends whether it's a fortunate or an unfortunate uh, reality we have right now absolutely wow wow ma'am another question from me like now uh, could you share some tips for parents listen to this chat right now hmm. 
Okay, on uh, no, no, actually, uh, alongside that, also before that, should you answer for any red flags? Hello, and have you talked about red flags which teens should look out for on social media? Uh, things that they should be aware of on yeah, social media. Like, like Are we talking about how the kind of impact it can have over them? Yeah, yeah, like anything, like any warning signs. Like suppose they are on social media and suddenly their their uh, their feed is being uh, kind of plagued with like very inappropriate mm-hmm. ads or like that, like that stuff, yeah. like that. Which right, right, right. Yeah. Um, indeed, I think um, social media actually has the potential to become uh, as addictive or even more addictive than when um, somebody uh, is dependent on a substance. you know so um, if that addiction ends up looking like um, 24/7 um, obsession with okay what uh, who's going to be my next like right or um, a lot of thoughts and second guessing into what is it that i'd like to upload and then that in turn having uh, an impact on their mood right um probably looking at social media as the only coping mechanism when i'm feeling low or when i'm feeling upset that the moment i'm feeling low i'm going to go over to social yeah. media there's no other way in which i can deal with this emotion right um again uh, if that is the only kind of uh communication that is existing in this person's life yeah of course it's important for us to also check in with this person uh and get their opinion too on how uh how is their experience over social media it shouldn't be an agenda that's coming from the outside right that okay you know i noticed that there is something off between you and social media can i check in with you you know how things are going for you is somebody upsetting you is somebody disturbing you do you need my help in what capacity do you need my help because it's also possible that if it gets presented as an agenda the person is likely going to retract back to social media as their coping mechanism and denounce the other kinds of alternatives that yeah, are available that's true, that's true. Yeah. So mom could you share some tips for parents listening to this chat right now Can you specify on what all exactly like um you know how to supervise their children and how to use social media and all so mm-hmm. i don't how think to tame the beast they become if they become too addicted to social media Right right yes ma'am um so i i would say at the beginning it's it will be helpful to have a conversation with them on um, why do they feel that they would like to participate in social media again what are their hopes from it uh, how would they want their social media journey to look like uh, where is it that uh, they can take some help from their parents where is it that they can take some help from uh, their f- other confidants other friends uh, what do they know about this particular app that they are downloading um, is there any any uh, point where the parent can step in without the child having to necessarily point that out like come up with some kind of you know uh, a, a, a gesture some kind of a code or something uh, where the parent is already parent can readily um, you know reach out to the child um, if say suppose the child is already in the middle of um, dealing with the like sudan pointed out the demons of social media 
um then maybe there are certain ways in which they can probably filter out the kind of information they want to stay with and not want to stay with unfollow um uh, profiles or accounts that uh, they feel are adding to um that adding to more pressure adding to their anxiety or perhaps uh, profiles that they are probably following only because they feel like they are missing out on something maybe further have a conversation on okay what is it that you are fearing of missing out over here right what is your definition of connection what all falls under it and if say suppose you do miss out on this particular account on this particular information what is it that you are gaining back um a lot of the times people come up adolescents come up with very reasonable answers like okay you know i'll probably gain some more hours of sleep or i'll gain uh, more mental peace over here so some kind of negotiation over there um nice. then uh, switching of notifications right notifications are single handedly controlling our attention right um helping them yeah. connect back other things that used to be an important part of their lives uh, whether they are their side interest hobbies um, going out mingling with other people um, sometimes it helps to establish certain spots in your house as spots where i can use my gadget spots where i cannot use my gadget right um, particular uh time of the day where the family comes together and we can let go of our gadgets at that point of time right um again um just keeping updated with the information about the application how safe is my information out there um am i okay sharing this particular thing about myself am i not okay so yes it may have uh you know some small specific conversations it will also have some large difficult conversations but it's it's important to have it uh, especially right at the beginning so that the parent and the child both don't arrive at a juncture where it becomes very awkward or very difficult for them to any longer initiate conversations on social media wow that's okay ma'am thank you so much for all these answers it was like really great like i kind of expanded my whole universal knowledge on the universe of social media but before i wrap things up does the audience does anyone in the audience have one final question a short question which ma'am can answer so we wrap things up anyone okay seems not then All right then, ma'am. Thank you so much for all these answers. Me and uh, Abhishekti and all the teams have answered, asked all these questions. We're really thankful. And audience, thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast. It's really great to have you all, and kind of just able to kind of like spread some more information to all of you. Arjuna, ma'am, would you like to come uh, unmute and say something? Well, thank you, Sudant, and uh, thank you, Abhishekti. Well, Soumya, it's been a fascinating discussion, and I, for one, had a lot of takeaways from this wonderful conversation today. I think what you said about uh, not restricting our entry to social media by age, but by mm. confidence, I think that was a, a brilliant point that you uh, brought out. And I think all of us, at some point, do know. Uh, what we are supposed to do, and then there is some peer pressure involved as well. And I'm very glad mm -hmm. that you spoke of all uh, those points. I just loved what you said about notifications putting us uh, in chains. There is a world out there, outside of social media. And while there are a lot of things that we get on social media, there is uh, some lines to be established as well. Uh, Soumya, before I let you go, 
what about schools i just wanted mm-hmm. to know from you uh, do schools say that this is something a child does on their own time or is there a role that a school can play as well just help their students understand appropriate behavior as well on social mm-hmm. media mm-hmm. thank you achana um, it has been a very fascinating conversation and like i uh, said right at the beginning um, it, it the evening has turned out very well for me um about the point on schools i would say that uh, i think conversations on social media as much as they merit a uh, larger debate sometimes they also get overlooked just because they are so prevalent in our lives right um they become very normalized so it's very easy for us to uh, forget about the actual real life consequences that social media has sometimes we read uh, read it in the newspaper sometimes we come across some articles and we feel like okay this is not our reality we have probably been managing social media very well right and that ends up cutting any further potential conversation that we can have to look out for ourselves better so school is i think uh it it's an important stakeholder over there that can step in and hold sensitization programs like they do about other important causes they can um classrooms can together uh, create small or bigger groups that actively debate social media that uh, also um you know hold the children uh, accountable for uh, having conversations on okay these uh are some points on social media that don't help people these are things that contribute to the discourse of being perfect in our lives okay uh, social media can sometimes also have very toxic matters very harmful information on say something like eating disorder right uh, how are we as young agents trying to uh filter out these information how are we trying to bring in more ethics into our social media participation school will definitely help um, you know invite these conversations because most often they're not they just become very normal part of our lives thank you so much we with you we with you and those are great points for all educators somya before we let you go one uh, one word that you'd like to say about our young podcasters siddhant and abhishruti Oh, I loved speaking to them. I I really like the anecdotes. Pleasure was ours. Pleasure was ours. Yeah, some of these anecdotes were uh, very, very real, relatable. I think to everybody of different ages. Uh, some of them were so funny, also. Uh, thank you so much. I think you're doing thank a very so spending great the evening with us. I think we're having such conversations. Thank you, Somya. I'll give it back to Siddhant uh, and Abhishekhi. Over to you guys. So, uh, uh, for me personally, I feel after this podcast, I kind of now have kind of like a guidebook. Like social media is not so like crazy for me. It's not like a Amazonian jungle where it's filled with weed and vines. Uh, now I kind of have a clear path, like how to navigate it. And I feel now looking at this, I feel I'm still gonna cut down on my social media because now all the red flags pointed out. Like except for more like the business part, I feel that because of my uh, like small circle of close friends, I feel that uh, one more thing that Mr. Vijay pointed out. Uh, is that uh, I think uh, like the pixels of the social media is not enough to kind of just experience life. So I'm just gonna stick to real life. I'm gonna be amidst amongst nature and I'm just gonna chill in nature. I don't need the screen. 
Yeah, well, I hope that all of us uh, take some inspiration from you and connect with other important areas of our lives too. Yeah, yeah. Abhishek, yeah, anything else? Oh yeah, am I audible? Yes. Yeah, you are. You are. Okay, cool. Well, that was a marvelous session. Just like Subhan said, it was truly an eye-opening. I'm sure now that we have the tech of the tech of the tech world, we will generalize between necessity and addiction of social media. Something else in context has been said by Anya Surana, another third from old from Kolkata. She says, we should know when to draw a line between real and virtual world. Thank you everyone for joining us. It was great having you. And thank you so much, Samia ma'am, for making some time for us out of your busy schedule. Thank you so much. Thank you everybody. Thank you all for coming. Good evening and good night.